Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. It's mentally yours from Ellen and Uh, focus on your mental health, you surely won't regret. It's mentally, 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 mentally yours. Mentally yours. Mentally yours. Hi everyone, and welcome to Mentally Yours, Metro.co.uk's weekly mental health podcast. I'm Yvette, and today I'm chatting to Sean Gill. He's the Project Development Champion at Andy's Man Club. We're going to be chatting about social anxiety, suicidal thoughts and peer support. So Andy's Man's Club is um, a peer-to-peer support group. So it was set up some time ago um, for men over the age of 18 to have somewhere to be able to really get stuff off their chest um, in a in a very relaxed for, um, forum. So instead of your 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 typical sort of um, clinical approach, you know, like either a counsellor or GP or, or, or um, mental health service, um, we're not professionals. We the guys who attend are the guys that help each other, and mainly it's just by listening. Um, a lot of the guys that tend to come say that it it works for them because um, there's no questions. There's no prying into anything further. It's, it's quite um, open. So the guys can talk about anything without any sort of judgment and and um, and prejudice. And that sort of really allows them the, the opportunity to, to get some stuff off their chest that they probably wouldn't, wouldn't normally do um, in, in many other formats. Is it aimed at a particular um, age group? And also whereabouts is it based? It is. So um, we're open to any man over the age of 18. Um, uh, that's any man from any background. Uh, it doesn't matter uh, your creed, colour, sexual orientation. Um, that's irrelevant to us. Uh, and we are actually based, um, our original group was based in Halifax uh, some five years ago, but we're now expanded to about 111 clubs around the UK. So uh, in the five years, we've expanded 
massively um, just through to, uh, to through organic growth um, with the guys wanting to to open up their own clubs, etc. So we're pretty much everywhere, but we we never stop growing. Um, it's still it's still a, a massive um, a goal of ours to to make sure that we're there for for every bloke whenever they need us. So. Mm. Um, and what was the thinking behind it? Why was it set up initially? So initially, um, as the namesake goes, um, a lad called Andy Roberts, um, unfortunately, uh, took his own life. Um, he, he felt that that was the avenue he needed to go down. And um, obviously the effect on his family was was massive. And uh, it was his brother-in-law, Luke Ambler, uh, and his mother, Elaine, who decided to get together and and wanted to change that a little bit. There was like, maybe if we give guys um, somewhere to talk, or maybe if Andy had had somewhere to talk, maybe he hadn't have decided to do what he did. Um, and they started a, a tiny little coffee morning um, originally uh, in Halifax, and nine blokes turned up, uh, nine strangers, uh, and they all sat together and, and had a chat. And it was, you know, it was very free form. There was no real format. It was the first club on the first coffee morning. Um, it was from there very, very quickly that they decided to change it from a coffee morning to um, a, a club or a group. Uh, and they did it, uh, They decided to do it on a Monday night because that's when, when Andy took his own life. Um, and it's also statistically when a lot of people tend to, to have the Monday blues, um, as they call it. And... So they, they expanded a little bit. So they said, hey, let's open this up and let's advertise it on Facebook, um, social media. Let's let's get the word out there. And um, within the first year, it had sort of grown to, you know, 10, 12 groups, um, sort of organically from Halifax. Uh, and and we're, uh, we are where we are now with the um, the monster that is this Andy's Man's Club. So is it specifically um, for men who are struggling with um, low mood or is it kind of a general place? Um, where any guy can kind of come and have a chat is it I guess I'm asking is it specifically chats around mental health or could it just be that you've been feeling a bit isolated after the past few years and just want to kind of maybe make some new friends and, and get out there we, we've always said um or the ethos, ethos of the group is it's a suicide prevention group um now in that it's not always the extreme you know you don't always have to be you know stood on the edge of the bridge or, or or looking at the tracks deciding whether or not it's the right thing for you we say that any aspect of a man's life whether you're just having a bad day a bad week you've had uh, maybe an argument with your missus or you've had some bad news at work um, or you could be a long-term sufferer of mental health issues um, you know suffering with depression anxiety PTSD um, traumas whatever it might be um, so it's on every aspect. You could, you don't have to be suffering with mental health issues to come to Andy's Man's Club, because we're never going to ask that of you. We're never going to ask you to fill out a form to, to determine how far on a scale you are. If you are literally a, a man or a bloke over the age of eighteen, you can walk through our doors, no matter what your life story is, um, or your your background, what your situation is. It's it's all left at the door, and we're all equal when we sit down in that circle. Mm. Um, and are the meetings all in person or did they go to Zoom at one point during the pandemic or what's the situation with them now? <laughs> we did. We started off face to face as as many groups and unfortunately, uh, you know, the pandemic put a, a little bit of a kibosh on that and um, and stopped the, the face to face meetings. And we, we sort of went to online, something we'd never really done before. Um, 
and, and very quickly got online groups set up. And, and of course, all the regulars that were tending to come on a Monday, Monday night, as well as people we'd never really thought about, you know, the, the people who are inaccessible to, to some of our venues, um, whether they're physically disabled or, mm. or socially not happy going out or financially can't get there for whatever reason, um, or just life and <laughs> stops you from getting out sometimes. Um, we had all those guys all sort of attend online and it became um, a really um, detriment thing for for these guys to have that continuation. So yeah, we did go online for quite some time and we were purely online for, for most of the pandemic. Um, but of course, as soon as the earliest opportunity that we had to be able to get out back face to face, we opened up the clubs again, we opened up the venues, um, venue depending. Uh, and we got back out there, but we still run the, we still run the online group. Um, we found that it was an amazing tool uh, for those same reasons that I said earlier on. Um, you know, those people who can't quite make it, or you know, might have childcare issues, or looking after somebody, or just short on time. We, we keep that online that online group going for them, um, and that runs at the same time as the face to face groups. Oh, that's great! It's really great to have those those options because, like you say, for some people, meeting in person and um, that will be really important, I think. But yeah, for others, for whatever reason, sort of financial or like childcare things, or all sorts of things, um, the online thing will be good as well. Um, so, for anyone sort of listening, thinking, "Oh, this this might be for me," or "I'm interested in this," could you kind of talk me through um, what that person could expect? Um, say they've found their nearest group, and um, they're sort of they've you know worked out when it is, they've you know driven over there when they walk through the door what's going to happen yeah i mean first and foremost whenever anybody attends an andy's man club across the uk um it's never a journey that they have to take through that door on their own um we pride ourselves on making sure that um anybody who, who steps forward will always be greeted um uh, in a friendly way and will always be sort of helped through that door and made sure they're felt you know made to feel comfortable and, and as safe as possible um, even to the point where we will tend to um, hang back or one of the facilitators will tend to hang back for a little while and they will keep an eye out for those guys that tend to be hesitant. You know, you get the people walking past, giving it the side eye, um, holding back at, at the back of a car park maybe or sitting in the car and we will approach those guys and say, hey, look, you know, it's okay. You, you don't have to worry too much. I'm here. I'll help you through the door. Once those guys attend, obviously, um, and get through that door, which is always the hardest part, um, walking up to a, a group of strangers, um, sometimes at the lowest part of your life, um, being that vulnerable, it's not easy to sort of approach those people, especially if, you know, if you're suffering with anxiety or social anxiety, something I, I personally uh, struggled with, um, it's not easy. So once they uh, do get to the club um, and they get to the venue and they, and they walk through that door, um, usually it's about quarter to seven um, that a lot of the lads start turning up. Uh, first thing we do is point them towards the tea trolley. So, you know, I'll get yourself a brew, get yourself, you know, a biscuit, or a couple of biscuits, or cakes if one of the groups is lucky. Um, and that tends to be the first point of call for, for everyone that walks through the door. They all sort of accumulate at the, the, the tea and coffee, make themselves a brew, say hello to each other. Um and welcome new people. So every one of the guys that has been there has been that one man that's had to step through that door and make that initial step. So everybody understands 
Um, no one's going to judge you for being quiet or shy or, or pulling back or being apprehensive. Um, they're all going to say hello. They're all going to be very welcoming and all very nice. Um, he'd probably make you a brewery if you're lucky. Um, they'll probably get you to make one for yourself. But uh, you'll have that initial sort of five minutes before the group starts. And as soon as the group starts, we'll tend to get everybody sat down um, in, in, in a circle, in a group. Um, nothing too major, usually about 10 to 12 people uh, in that in that circle, so it's not too overpowering. And then we'll proceed and, and, and go through a few ground rules, but we'll tend to just go straight into it and and, and start the conversation, you know, pass the ball around, ask a few questions, um, which are conversation starters. And if the ball comes to you, there's no pressure for you to answer. You can just pass that ball on or just say, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm good. I'm just here for a listen. Um, no one's going to pressure you or hold you up against the wall to, to talk. Um, or they're just going to allow you to have your, your moment. So, um, yeah, the hardest thing for the guys is getting through that door. And it's something that we... we we pride ourselves and, and try so hard to make sure that it's the, the we make it as easy as possible. Mm. Um, just going back to sort of the circle and sort of passing the ball around, what sort of questions um, do you ask and people chat about? And is it sort of like a situation where everyone has maybe like five minutes to speak and sort of give their thoughts? I think I'm just, well, I'd, I'd like to people just sort of like to know what, maybe it's just cause like from my own sort of point of view, I think I'd really like to know exactly what to expect. <laughs> Yeah, of course, of course. So, the 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 purpose of uh, of the ball um, is a talking ball, as you could expect. Um, when you put the ball, it's your turn to talk. There's no time pressure. We're not going to say you've only got a few minutes. Um, obviously, some people who attend are in a slightly better position than others, um, or feeling a bit happier than others, and they're not going to have as much um, to share. And that's okay. You can just go, "Hey, no, I'm good this week. I'll just pass the ball on." Or actually, I've had a really good week. This is what's happened. Someone might be like, hey, look, I'm, I'm struggling. And the lads will all give that person the, the platform, the opportunity to talk, whether that's 30 seconds or 10 minutes. There's no time pressure. There's no nothing pushed on them. So the questions that are asked, we, we ask the same three questions um, at the beginning of every week. And then question four and five, we, we change around quite a lot. Um, and they're usually sort of thought-provoking questions, four and five, or, or jovial ones where we tend to have a bit of a laugh. Um, question one is, uh, how's your week been? Uh, and it's just a simple question. How's the last seven days been? Obviously, we work out on a week-to-week basis. So we tend to, to ask that question for the week. How's your week been? Um, has it been good, bad? We don't tend to go too much into it at that point. Um, but we say, like, you know, for example... It might be, hey, I'm, I'm having a, a bit of a roller coaster week. Beginning of the week was really good. End of the week's crashed and now I'm I'm not in a very good place. And that will sort of feed on. The lads will answer the question on how they feel. Second question, is it one positive from your week? Um, and that's to sort of highlight to the guys that, hey, look, even if you've had a bad week, there is always something that's positive, whether it's big or small. Um and nine times out of ten, if they are struggling themselves to, to see a positive, the lads will all step up for them and go, hey, look, you know, all right, you might not see a positive in, in, in your week, but you've told us that you managed to get out of bed today and you've gone and done some shopping. Um, that's a positive. You know, last week, you might not have been able to do that. So the fact that you've done that is great. And they'll all pick each other up. Um, like I say, it's peer-to-peer. So although there are facilitators and we ask the questions and, and get the tea and coffee out, it's the lads all helping each other. 
um, and that's really really good. Um, and for most times for the new guys, if, they, if if it's their first time stepping through the week, they might not really know what to say. Um, so the lads helping each other is great because it allow, it shows them that, hey, you're not alone and you don't have to worry about struggling to think of things to say. The lads will, will help you. The lads will talk and you'll tend to automatically feed into the conversation without even realising. Question three, and that's usually what we call our biggie, and that is anything to get off your chest. And at that point, it can be anything, um, whether it's mental health related or not. The only three things that we ask not to talk about um, are politics, medication and religion. Um, Obviously, politics and religion are quite opinionated. um, We don't want anyone to get into a heated argument over those those subjects. Um, And medication is because we don't want anyone um, to be swayed either to or from um, taking a certain type of medication. So it's okay to say, hey, I'm on new meds this week and do you know what? They're playing me up. I can't get off the toilet. You know, they're playing me guts up and I'm not sleeping so well. You know, I'm going to have to talk to the doctor about something else. And some of the guys will be, hey, yeah, you know, I'm, I struggled when I changed meds and stuff. But what we try and stay away from saying is X drug, whether it's whatever it might be, you're on search for to telegram, um, whatever it might be, the, the plethora of, 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 of uh, medication that's out there, we try and stay away from saying, hey, look, doctor's giving me X drug today and it's rubbish. There might be somebody in that group considering that course of medication and we don't want to sway them away from from getting that help, You know, whether it's medication, counselling, crisis teams. Um, we want all our lads to get as much help as they physically can. Um, so we try and stay away from any influence of, of things like that. Mm, that's really interesting. Well, was to say, yeah, we move on to then question four and five, which if I want, we tend to go for a break after question three, because sometimes some of the lads have got some really deep stuff off the chest. Uh, and it's nice just to have five minutes to, to go outside, maybe have a fag or a breather or go to the toilet. Um, we come back and then go on to questions four and five, which can be anything from what's your favourite sandwich to tell us a song that you that makes you you know feel emotional or anything to try and um alleviate that that maybe that burden or that stress or that or that worry that maybe you've shared on question three you know try and break that thought process of living in that that negative area that you may have shared some some horrific thing that may have happened in your life and on question four and five it allows you to think about other things um and tends to be that some of the lads are, as lads are, quite <laughs> jokey. Um, and some will come up with some cracking stuff that gets the, the, the group laughing. And um, there's always a joker in the crowd. So you can't beat that. <laughs> hmm. um, have you seen kind of an increase in people sort of coming to you um, since the pandemic? Or has it kind of stayed the same? Yes, massively. And, and, and it's evident in the number of groups. So um, I initially set up a group um, where I live uh, about a year and a half, well, it was about 18 months, 16 months ago. Uh, and when I set that up, I was group number 52 um, or club 52 um, in the Andes Man's Club um, uh, catalogue. Since then, we're now at 111 clubs. So in five years, we got to 52 groups. And in the last year, we've we've doubled that. Um, and that's just through pure um, demand. 
you know that people are needing us and and the, and the numbers have, have grown exponentially there's over 2000 blokes that turn up uh, to clubs on a monday night now um every week so yeah the, the, it was always i think always going to be a a, a a steady growth i think the pandemic as well as current you know uh, economic situations that are going on are going to lead to to uh, more people needing help from from many places um and, and blokes turning to places like us mm. um and sort of between the groups um what tends to happen like do people end up this probably sounds really obvious but i'll ask anyway do people kind of end up making friends through coming to the group or do people sort of see it as like just a sort of a weekly thing um that they do to kind of get stuff off their chest how does it work we have um I've personally seen every aspect or both of those, what you said. So we have those people that come because it's a, um, a routine thing. You know, it's the, it may be the only time in their week that they get out of the house. Um, so we have those people that use it for that purpose. You know, it's a routine. They, they need it. We have the people who use it because they've made friends. Um, and a lot of the guys all call, um, their club as well as nationwide but you know obviously mainly the guys that they know in their, their own club they refer to it as a brotherhood um one guy might be having a tough time and another guy might step up and go hey you know what wednesday don't don't stress let's go for a coffee you know and or one might start decorating and another one might say hey do you want a hand and the these are people that probably wouldn't interact in normal life you know you may have someone from one way of life and somebody from another one but because when they come to andy's man club it's everyone's on a, on a level peg everyone's on an even keel um and there's none of that prerequisites to friendship uh they form amazing friendships and amazing um bonds between them um and help each other out and and, and just really expand their their social their social circles some of them who have never had you know or don't have any friends at all are now you know going out most days of the week talking so that you know or just chatting or even playing online with them you know some of them are lads are gamers you know, and they'll play online with their mates and, and 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 go crazy killing people and aliens whatever it is but it makes them happy that they're, they're they're expanding their their friendship and their social circle and their interaction with people and the the clubs definitely become like one big family. Um, I've I've gone to birthday parties for you know all the facilitators' childrens uh, for all the, all the facilitators' children. Sorry, um, because we've, we've all become that close. Um, it is really nice. It is amazing, and it extends so far. I, I went on holiday um, to Scotland, and I felt a little bit rough, and. I just went online, had a look where my nearest club was, and it was only about 20 minutes down the road. So I was like, you know what, I'll pop along. Walked along and it was instantly the same atmosphere and the same feeling as my own group, um, you know, 300 miles away. I was welcomed. It felt like a brotherhood. The lads were all fantastic. And that echoes across every group. Um, no matter where you are in the country, you go to any group, it's going to be the same. The atmosphere is going to be the same because we work on the same ethos and the same platform um across the board so it is we're, we're a massive brotherhood 
um, and, and we do, you, you'll see somebody walking, you could be in Manchester or wherever and you're walking down the street and you see somebody else with an AMC hoodie on or a hat and you both just sort of give each other that nod and it instantly makes you feel a little bit better because you're like, hey, there's one of my lads here. I don't even know him. I've never spoke to the bloke, but he's an AMC lad. Um, are you all right to tell us just sort of briefly about um, your own sort of mental health and sort of what drew you to the the groups and also how you've ended up becoming so involved in them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 a hell, you know it's a hell of a journey. Um, and, and no thanks, uh, you know, massive thanks. Sorry to to, to AMC and, it, and its things. So, I was a bus driver. I drove uh, for a local bus company. Um, I had failed relationships one after another, and I was losing contact with my children just because I was I was in a really bad place. I didn't understand what was going on. Um, I'd always been one of those lads, I suppose. That was always like, man, you know, if you're not feeling too good or your head's in a thing, give it a wobble. You'll be all right. Shake it off kind of thing. I'd never really fully understood mental health. This was some five, six years ago. Um, and then it hit me. Um, I then, for whatever reason, um, and that's something I still don't understand, uh, went from thinking I was okay to being suicidal. So I had a, a, an extreme um, breakdown, a change in, in who I was. I pushed everybody away friends, family, work, um, and became, you know, your atypical sort of um, depressive. You know, I pulled myself away from everybody, isolated myself, um, and, and wasn't doing anything positive. Um, let's put it that way. Like I say, it got to a point where I, I decided that my only option was to, to take my own life um, through various things. I was in a lot of physical pain through depression, um, my, for some reason, my depression manifested itself physically and, and I was in um, a lot of um, aches and pains and, and agony. Um, I was taking various medication unprescribed um, to try and help to try and alleviate that. And obviously that didn't help in the long run. So, yeah, I, I, I unfortunately um, resorted to, to trying to take my own life. And, and in part, I was um, successful. I'd, 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 I'd done the deed um so it spake and i was at that point and it was only because a police officer was passing that had pulled me out of the car um took me to a and e and they resuscitated me i still didn't tell anybody i still lived that life like most um people um being the 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 joker you know the happy happy boy that everyone knew um and, and still carried on but was literally dying inside i was i was not good I decided to then, uh, also one of my friends actually turned around and said, hey, look, why don't you try this 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 club? Um, never heard of it before. And it's like, it's Andy's man's club. It's nothing major, mate. Just go along, have a chat. You know, it might be it might help. I tried most things at that point. Um, Counselling, mental health services, medication, um, talking to family. It, it didn't seem to click with me. Um, it didn't seem to help. Not that there was anything wrong with the services, but for me personally, I just, it didn't seem to click. It was me. It was my own fault why it didn't work. Um, so I thought, you know what, sod it. I'm going to go lost into this Andy's Man's Club. Where it was at the time was across the Humber Bridge uh, in Hull. So it was a good, you know, hour's drive. And I thought, you know what, if it don't work, I'm coming across the bridge on the way back and just throw myself off it. Um, I'd resign myself to that. I was like, you know what, this is last chance. I drove to Hull, um, sat outside. I was early. Uh, so I sat outside. Uh, the venue and I broke down uh, I had a major breakdown floods of tears uh, a complete emotional wreck and 
strangely enough, one of the facilitators who um, facilitated at the Hull group saw me, give me a, a gentle knock on the window, and he didn't do anything other than he just went, do you want brew? That's all he said. He didn't ask me any other questions. He didn't ask me if I was all right, because he clearly could see I wasn't. He just said, do you want a brew, mate? Um, he took me in. We had a brew. He gently got me into the into the, into the the group. Um, I didn't really say a lot, but I listened. I listened to a lot of the other lads, and for the first time, I actually felt, I was like, oh, man, you know, all these feelings that I'm having, all this stuff, I, I'm not, I'm all right. I'm all right to a degree because all the people are feeling those. I'm not alone. I'm not, this isn't crazy. I'm not going nuts. You know what I mean? This is something that's reciprocated across a few people. Maybe, maybe I should hear this out. So I, I drove away from that, that first group actually feeling a lot better. And it escalated from there. I came away. Um, I thought, you know what? I'm not going to throw myself off the bridge. I actually drove over the bridge and, and smiled a little bit and giggled. Cause I was like, <laughs> that could have been it. Um, got home, went to work five, six days later, I went back to the next club uh, on a Monday and I kept doing that and I got better and better. And I felt each week that everything was just a little bit better. That little dim light at the end of the tunnel was getting a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter. Obviously the pandemic hit and we went online, but I was then asked to, um, if I would like to open a club in my local area at Grimsby. And I was like, yeah, hell I'll do. You know, I want to give something back. AMC has literally saved my life. Um, I want to try and do the same for some other lads as well, if I can. So we opened up a group in Grimsby and for 16 months, I've facilitated that group campaign to raise awareness. Um, and, you know, in our group in Grimsby alone, we've in the last sort of year, um, you know, we've had 1100 people uh, walk through that door. And that was amazing. I then was asked, or I heard that there was a job opportunity come up within Andy's Man's Club um, as one of their project development champions, and I actually accepted. Uh, I got accepted for, for the interview, and I had the interview with, with uh, Luke and Elaine, um, and they loved it, and I ended up getting the job with them, and it's something I start properly very shortly, but um, it's just a continuation of what I've been doing at Grimsby. From that, when I look back where I was four years ago with absolutely nothing to where I am now, I'm in a happy relationship. I've not, you know, I've recently celebrated my first year anniversary. Um, I'm going to be, I've been in stable employment and I'm going to be in an even better job um, with AMC in the next week. And I see my children, I talk to my parents, you know, I've made friendships and it's all because one bloke decided to tap on the window and ask me for a brew. Um, that's it. All my whole life now and everything that I owe to it is purely because one man decided that he wanted to give something back and he gave that to me. And then I decided that I want to give something back and I gave that to the Grimsby group. And the lads at the Grimsby, they all want to do the same thing. They want to, their lives have been changed and they want to give that back to the next guy. And it's a sort of perpetual um, organic growth. Everybody wants to give something back to somebody else, um, especially in the AMC um, groups. So that's where we are today. Um, you know, it, it's an insane journey based on such a simple, simple um, idea and, and ethos. Um, and it saves lives. It saved mine. And I know I know, hundreds of blokes that have come to me and hundreds of wives and mothers and daughters and partners and sisters that have all turned around and said, you know what, he's only here because of, of AMC. And it's a very, very powerful thing. 
What would you say to anyone um, listening to this, any guy who's struggling with their mental health, but to be blunt, is sort of thinks, oh, peer support groups, cringe, you know, what would you say to them? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I was exactly the same. I thought, you know what, it's going to be a load of people sat around in a circle, you know, hugging each other out and singing Kumbaya. It's not. You know, it, the lads that are there are, like, you know, lads from every walk of life. You know, there's no, you know, none of the, what we, what the lads all refer to as the Nancy Pansy stuff. There's none of this cuddling, blah, blah, blah. It's literally just lads walking in and going, do you know what? And excuse my French, I've had the shittest time this week. I'm sick to death of everything, blah, 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 blah. Having a rant, having to get stuff off his chest. Um, and the next bloke might do the same. The next bloke might do the same. These are people that are security guards at shops. Um, people who go to church, multimillionaires, sports people, people in public services, um, bus drivers, everybody, you know, there's absolutely everybody who turns up to these groups. Um, so yeah, peer to peer initially does get that little bit of a stigma, I suppose, where it's like, Oh, you know what? It's going to be one of these Hi, I'm Sean and blah, blah, blah. It's not, it's so chill. It's very chilled. It's very relaxed. Um, and it's very, uh, un- it's, it's a place to have an unashamed conversation for the first time in many blokes' lives. You know, a place where you can actually say what you've got to say without worrying about someone ticking a red box and, and, and admitting you to wherever or the fallout of what it is that you want to say. Um, there's none of that worry. So, yeah, any lad that is listening, um, forget the, the clinical peer-to-peer thing. Forget, forget that it's, you know, a mental health charity. It's not. It's a place to go on a Monday night to get stuff off your chest, whatever it might be, um, in a place where everyone there is doing the exact same thing and they're all there for each other. Um, There's no professionals, there's no counsellors, there's no no forms, there's no registration or anything like that. You can just walk up, have a brew, sit down with the lads and, and, and have a chat. And it doesn't matter whether you're 18 or... 72 or you've just come out to your parents as gay or you think that you're not happy you know you're not going to be accepted or you're disabled or you have a speech impediment it don't matter everybody who comes to Andersman's club is treated exactly the same and we have everybody from every one of those creeds colors and backgrounds if you are a bloke and you're over the age of 18 or you identify as a male over the age of 18 you can come to an Andy's Man's Club and you're allowed to and that's where you should be. Great. So let's finish off by telling us where can people find out more about the charity? Yep. So best place is just to have a look uh, on our website. Um, it's just been revamped and it's a really good place to have a, um, again, there's a, what it is we do, who we are, um, as well as where all the clubs are. Um, obviously there's, there's quite a few now, so I'm not going to list them all, but there is a fair few and that's um, www. Uh, andysmanclub.co.uk So this is goodbye from mentally yours So go away enjoy your day get on with all your chores from mentally 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 yours mentally yours mentally yours 
If you've been affected by any of the issues we've been chatting about today, please give the Samaritans a ring on 116123. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review and subscribe to our channel and perhaps even go back and listen to some old episodes. We have many of them. Also, you can get in contact with us. We have a lovely Facebook group, which is called Mentally Yours. And we're also on Twitter at MentallyYRS. See you next week. 